Hi, welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Nikki. I'm Shaysel. And I'm Jill. Um, okay, did you guys watch the TikTok I sent this morning? I hate how many TikToks I send you guys, but this one is relevant. I, I did not, not get a yet, chance. <laughs> which is fair. Also, side note, I learned that my therapist has a TikTok, which is so funny. How did that come up in therapy? Um, I was talking about... Well, I was talking about, well, okay, our topic for the um, podcast is going to be personality tests and results you get and kind of talking about those. So I was talking about how we were taking personality tests and fun fact, I score fairly high in narcissism. (laughs) Um, So I was talking about how I definitely have a big head. Um, And then, but then she was saying like, you're not like narcissistic because you don't think you're like infallible, like you have that trait, but you don't have, like, that disorder. Whatever. So we were talking about that, and we were talking about how, like, society doesn't want women to feel good about themselves because it's, like, if you feel good about yourself, then you don't need more products and more capitalistic societies. And then we were talking about that. And then we were talking about, like, how different clothing brands do different sizing to, like, fuck with you. And so then she was talking about, like, a TikTok trend where people, like, go through, like, clothing sizes and talk about, like, the real sizing and stuff like that. And so I was like you have a TikTok? And she was like, yeah. And then kept talking. She like didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but I guess I already introduced our topic, but um, the reason the TikTok I sent this morning was interesting was it's this girl. She's just telling a story. It's, you guys will actually crack up. It's like these little eight-year-olds like said like, hey, big lady. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like pissed because she's like, what the hell? Um, but I love the way she tells a story and that made me realize one thing I like something I like work on like I actually like think about how I tell stories and I've noticed I pick up like if I like the way somebody tells a story I definitely pick up traits from that um and so that's something important to me is like being able to like captivate an audience and my storytelling and like make people laugh and stuff and so it just made me think of my results on our personality tests um but I guess also yeah now I'm curious is that unique of me like do you guys pay attention to how you tell stories or I I definitely do because I realize that I can't tell stories correctly I think it's an ADHD thing like you just I don't know I start telling a story and then I realize that I left out half the context and then mm-hmm. I try to explain the context, and I'm like, wait, I don't remember what part I was actually telling the story now, so now it just makes no sense. That's fair. My my problem is it's also an ADHD thing for me. I I just forget what I'm saying all the time, and I'm, I get so embarrassed when I have to admit that I forgot what I was saying, because it's just, I know people understand, and people who know me know that I do that but I always feel like it makes things so uncomfortable and then I get so anxious and then I just can't remember even more but I do think about it still because sometimes I feel like I go in circles and the reason I have a reason for doing that though I do that because I feel like I give too much context without saying the point yet so I lose people halfway but I am very adamant about not mentioning the point first if I mention the point first then you won't care about everything else I have to say because you're fixated on the point so it's intentional but I still lose people no I definitely I realized well so one thing about you how you're like wait I forgot what I was saying I like which that's my endearing teasing voice so obviously that's like something that 
is like a Chaselle thing, which I enjoy. I get a kick out of it. But um, um, but uh, <laughs> when you were saying that, it made me think of like, you know how like in football games, they like call timeouts and like if you're not a football fan, you're like, oh my God, why do they keep pausing? But like when you're really into the game, you don't mind because that's part of the game. That's like how I feel. Oh my God. Thank you. Okay. A little, like a little intermission. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel better Yeah. Cause it's it. like, oh, like they're like regrouping to like. It's like real time processing the story. Yeah. Okay. True. So okay, thank it's, you. It's like not everybody does that, but it doesn't mean that it's like bad. It's just the way you tell stories and everybody tells stories differently. Yay. Thank you. Right. One thing I've like realized I pick up, I pick up people's like voices when they tell certain parts of stories. Like if somebody uses a voice for like a specific part of a story, I that I find really funny. I definitely pick that up. I feel like that's a Libra thing because I definitely pick up like people's mannerisms also. Oh yeah. Yeah. I really like, like my coworker, Katie, when we're like talking about how like um nasty the animals at the zoo would be she'd be like oh my god that's disgusting and like shit like that <laughs> like like just really over the top like ugh. and i totally do that now from her because i find it funny anyways um so we took the well it this one's called like the jung test it's like myers briggs and jung yeah right? i looked into it it's all three um, of them. so it's they're technically testing for the same thing. It's the same like 16 personality type thing, but um, they're owned by two different companies. I actually started reading a book about it because um, it's it's low key all corrupt how it started, but yeah, that's a, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but yeah, so they're just yeah. they're just owned by two different companies. Oh okay, I kind of like the tests are owned by two different companies. Yes, I kind of hate like I mean it makes sense that it's like owned by a company, but I like hate that. Because then it's like, I don't know. Is it just more capitalistic it shit? It is. Like, I'm reading a Like, obviously, I, I'm someone who loves this shit. So I still take all its personality tests and stuff. And I've known for a while that, like, I mean, there it's not, this isn't scientific. But at the same time, I don't think that it needs to be scientific to help if it helps me figure out who I am and stuff. Like, I'm not saying that this is fast. But aside from all of that, I was reading a book about it. Um, I just started reading it when we decided to choose um, this topic for this episode and yeah it basically all has to do with capitalism still somehow i'm only in the beginning of the book but it's t- mm-hmm. it has to do still with like corporations i don't know giving you a certain type so that you feel incentivized to work in this type of career because this type works in that type of career oh it always goes back to that clearly for some reason that's like some like the giver shit oh my god well i mean on on these things like they say that they'll give you careers that like they'll give a list of careers that they think will fit your personality type so that makes sense and also the actual one you literally have to pay for so there's a paywall well and i do get like i think that career quizzes can be beneficial if you're like i have no idea what the fuck i want to do but I think, like, yeah, it could also be, like, limiting if you're, like, wow, I, I would only be good at these yeah, jobs true. or something. Right. Because, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I feel like it's pretty easy to adapt to any type of job if you're smart. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah, you won't necessarily like every job, but you can make it work. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so this test is the one that gives you, like, the four letters, so, like... I got ESFJ, which is extroverted, was it sensing for us? Extroverted, yeah. sensing, feeling, 
judgment. Um, um, wait, can I just clarify? Are you talking about the human metrics Jung typology test, the 16 personalities test, or the last one we took? The last one we took. That was okay. on the site that I'm obsessed The IDR with. Labs one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Which shout out to Shaysel for sending that because now that's, again, my new obsession. So. Yeah. So we did take three different ones that are kind of like along the same lines that are, they give you the four letters, but I don't know about you guys. Each of my test results were different. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. I, I was most shocked by, I think it was, yeah, the junk type one. It told me I was ENFP, which I've never scored as an extrovert on any of these. I've always been an INFP. And then I realized now that I'm actually, which is more accurate for me after I read about it, but I'm more of an INFJ, which I'm, I've realized after reading about it more, I realized that I am more of that than an INFP. But my point in saying that is that, yeah, I did get different results, which I mean, makes sense because these aren't, unless you, I mean, supposedly, unless you buy the official one, it's not measured the same way, you know? So like, I'm assuming that's why we got different results, but it's still very misleading that it's not somehow standardized. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I always get feeling a judgment, which makes sense because I'm like so emotional and like like to think things very like think things through very thoroughly but I don't I used to always get extrovert and I got extrovert again but I feel like I'm intro I feel like I'm like an extroverted introvert like yeah I feel that way too I if I have to do something with people for more than one day in a row I literally like talk about it in therapy because well i was reading more about it i still don't understand the logistics and i want to read more about it but for example for my infj thing it said that i have introverted intuition and extroverted feeling even though it's infj which is supposedly introverted so i think that i think if you look more into the specifics i'm sure that certain aspects of it will come up as introverted and i'm still trying to understand what it means in like specific types but yeah yeah i don't i was thinking about this earlier because like on one of the tests I got extroverted and on the other two I got introverted and I was just thinking earlier like I I don't exactly know if I like really believe in either of those two terms as a thing at this point because like just because of the fact that I got both like I don't know how much I can necessarily believe that like people fit into one or the other I feel like it definitely changes through the years, clearly. And also, like, I feel like it changes depending on your mood or the day. Like, previously, if you were hanging out with people, maybe you, you're you feeling like you like being in groups more or you're more extroverted today. So, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like every person needs human interaction. So, at some point, we're all kind of extroverted. And every person also needs to be alone and, like, learn how to live independently so we're also introverted. So I don't know. I, f- I understand that there's like key differences in like being re-energized by either being in groups or being by yourself and like certain aspects like that. So I understand that they define it, you know, based on certain types of things. But I don't know. Like, I feel like we're all both. That made me think of, have you guys seen the video of the like victorious Oh cast? my God. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly why I said that. <laughs> We all really like to sing. <laughs> Anytime I say that, it's referencing that. Okay, good. Um, but there is like ambivert, which is both. Okay, well, in, in my psychology classes, we've talked a lot about it because technically, and I, I do want to read more about it, like the theory behind it. Technically, introverted and extrovertedness are 
from what I know, official psychology terms as opposed to these type tests that like aren't actually scientific because it is supposed to go back to where you get your energy from, what recharges you. But like you said, it's very, it's very difficult to distinguish. And another thing with like anything related to personality psychology is that there isn't, I don't know, it's very nuanced because there are some theories that think that we don't change our personalities, but like a lot of science and just anecdotal evidence shows that our personalities continue to change throughout life. So it's hard to be like, oh, I am an introvert, period, or an extrovert. So I I agree with, I don't know, I think everyone is to an extent an ambivert. And I feel like it's very rare for people to be totally on one side of the spectrum. I will say, though, I feel like not just because of our friends, just in general, from what it, maybe it's the, the things that I read online are associated with this too. And that's why I think there's more introverts, but I feel like there are a lot more introverts in the world than extroverts recently, because I don't know, people who I know that are super extroverted, they still all need to recharge by being alone. Like there's no, there's no way yeah. that you can actually just go, go, go with people all the time and not get your shit together alone. Yeah. Well, I think part of it too is like how you're saying like, I think like people change. I agree with you. You're not just like one or one for your whole life. But I think um like I don't know, situation really affects it too cuz I think when I was in school, I was a lot more extroverted and then especially now during a pandemic, I'm like so introverted yeah. cuz I'm so comfortable at home now. That's what I gotten used to. Whereas like at school, I was used to like go go go. And so I think, yeah, that's, like, another thing that it's, like, we don't exist in a vacuum. You have to, like, think about external factors. That True. These, I mean, like, it speaks to our adaptability throughout life. The fact consider. that in different contexts you're able to adjust to, like, like to survive, you almost need to be more extroverted in college. So it makes sense. I also – I went into college being, like, oh, my God, I can't spend this much time with people. But then eventually I got so used to it that then it was hard to adjust to not spending time with people all the time. Yeah, exactly. But – and so I think, like – like you were saying, though, like these quizzes are still good because right. they're like, I don't know, make you think about yourself. Think about it if you yeah. agree with it or not or what you I were think expecting it, to get. It's cool to like evaluate the questions and see how those questions kind of translate into what at least you think the category might be. So I feel like it's, I don't know, I'm more so like the, reading the questions and trying to figure out how true I, like, I agree. respond to those yeah. versus like the actual results. Well, so, like, an example of a question, I guess, um, we, like, the last one we took, I think we all liked the way that questions are styled, because I feel like sometimes, sometimes it makes you think of, like, (laughs) um, when I was younger, I would take, like, the, like, Harry Potter, what, um, house would you be in quiz, and it would be, like, you're in danger, what do you do? (laughs) It's, like, read a book (laughs) to find the answer, fight back, I'm not scared, join the bad guy, or cry or something and it's like okay so obvious yeah it's like okay I know which one is which house and so I feel like sometimes with it it's like what do you like to do party or like (laughs) read a book with a cup of tea and so I think like (laughs) this one did a good job of like doing more like they did their best to make it like a nuanced situation as opposed to like a black and white like it was like now I can't now I'm saying all that and I can't even think of an example of a question but like Uh, from from this yeah, I, yeah, I took screenshots of them. The first the first question, like literally I had to think for a couple of minutes. The first question was in school, which kind of teacher frustrated you more? Oh yeah. And the two answers are vague and unclear teachers who expected students to magically infer what they expected them to do and what the criteria for success were. Or 
Teachers who did not allow their students to push against the boundaries of the tasks they were assigned, example, by bringing knowledge from other fields to bear on the subject. Which actually, I'm curious, I, well, okay, so two things. Number one, when I just retook it, oh wait, no, I took the, never mind, I retook a different one just now. Um, (laughs) But when I answered that, I said I hated the vagueness because I very much like structure and following instructions what did you guys answer I think I also answered that just because I know that some professors or teachers that do that it's actually to like help I don't know students grow and learn how to problem solve in their own way but in my experience most professors that have been vague about shit it's because like they're just not being good teachers so I'm yeah I'm biased because I don't like people like that yeah Yeah, it's like they don't want to put in the work (laughs) yeah I chose the same thing because I don't know. It's just so annoying to me. It makes me feel like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, I agree. this is your job. I was literally just going to say, isn't it your job to tell me what to do and how to process this? Like, right. like you're literally I, a teacher. I don't know. For certain things, it makes sense. Like Shaysel said, like to help, you know, engage with problem solving. But at the same time, if you don't give enough directions to get to the step where you can actually like come up with problem solving things, then you're never gonna get there i don't know i agree yeah like you have to have some sort of framework and structure so that people know like what to do yeah no i agree yeah also with with this test like you guys were saying i do really like that a lot of the questions were nuanced because like you said another test a lot of the answers tend to be so black and white then i get anxious actually because i'm like oh my god am i purposely leaning towards one answer because it's going to give me the outcome that i want yeah exactly yeah confirmation bias yeah exactly yeah that's what i i was thinking of too because it's like when i would take those harry potter ones i'd be like obviously i want to be gryffindor so i would choose all the things (laughs) who's your best friend hermione duh not like (laughs) children so yeah i totally agree so what i got now i can't remember but from that one i got e yeah i got esfj what did you guys get i got isfj oh yeah and i was like shout out i got infj wait so nikki is yours you said esfj yeah so i'm sensing which so do you know the difference between the sensing so the n and that stands for intuitive yeah what do you what do you know what the difference between sensing and intuitive is um i feel like they're like similar they're similar i want to read more about it because like i said i didn't realize that there were differences between each type like for example the introverted intuition versus extroverted feeling stuff like that so i don't know i can imagine that if it's introverted sensing it might be more similar to intuitive if that makes sense yeah so I'm not sure, but the way that I've always interpreted it is sensing is maybe more of, uh, I don't know, thinking about things logically and analyzing in that way as opposed to like feeling it in your core that something is off in a certain situation or something like that. That's the only way I can think of it, but I could be completely wrong because I haven't read that much about that specific thing. Yeah, Which I can like see that being me like that mixed with the like feeling because I do, it's like I have a knee jerk like I don't know I do have a gut reaction to things but then I like make myself like analyze it which probably is like a big part of my anxiety but so I do like I have a hard time making decisions just off my gut so I feel like that is like I don't trust my intuition a lot I mean I do and I don't if that makes sense I trust it when it like if I need to make an immediate decision but if I have too much time I question it yeah 
Do you okay. guys want to read a little? Oh, sorry, Jill. I was, I was going to say, I was going to ask if you guys wanted to read a little bit about each of your types so that we can, so listeners can know about us, but say what you wanted to say. Um, I forgot now, so. I will- oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's well, okay. you might think of it, Jill, while you're reading yours. <clears throat> um, Sure. Should I go first since I set mine first? Sure. All right. So I'll just give, it gives you like a little paragraph, like blurb. So I'll give. I don't know, the like more descriptive sentences. So nurturing, cooperative, and supportive. You care deeply about people and establishing social harmony in the give and takes that you participate in, um, which is very true. I like definitely expect reciprocation. Um, like if it's somebody I really love, I don't mind like giving and not receiving. But if it's like at work or something or like a casual friend, I'm like, I feel like this should be like an equal give and take. Um, punctual and responsible. Um, I'm quick to see what needs to be done. Sensitive to emotional nuances that others would not necessarily notice. You are caring and cordial. Um, I'm systematic and following through, making sure that my projects and designs stand out. True. Um, I'm extraordinary, dependable, and methodical about my work responsibilities, but I care just as much about people as I do about doing a good job, which I think is true. Um, respectful and considerate you're truly at your best in situations where your warmth sympathy and gracious manner can shine through challenges that are purely cold and impersonal which offer no opportunity to interact or bond with others can sometimes leave you cold so I think that's true I think I can come off as like I don't know cold or like a bitch but I think that's just because I'm like no let's just like get to the root of the situation like I'm more, I'm not like a bitch. I'm just like a cut the shit kind of person. My brain is working at 50% capacity right now, so I can't explain why. But I feel like your description of that describes your Capricorn moon. Oh, definitely. Because my dad's a Capricorn and I totally get that from him. Where he's like, let's just like talk about it. Like what, what is all this like pussyfooting around the situation? Right. Like let's just talk about it. But since I'm a woman, it comes off like I'm a right. bitch or like bossy or whatever. I'm like no I just like whatever you say I'm gonna care about you and like be nice about it but if you're gonna like I don't know if people lie or like try to like try to be too nice about something or I can just like tell they're like not being completely honest and open in the situation then that's yeah. when I kind of get short with people Jill would you like to go yes okay I feel like mine 100% is just like <laughs> This could be on, like, a page to describe Virgo. For real. <laughs> um, okay, so it says, Dependable, considerate, and loyal to those closest to you. You have a firm grasp of the factual realities that lie before you, as well as an eye for detail, each of which make you naturally gravitate towards others and their emotional needs. Um, the one part that I was like, damn, this is the truth, and I feel like people don't, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to humble brag. But it's going to be eye for detail. No, not that part, which oh. I mean, I, to me, I'm like, yeah, that's that's just my personality. <laughs> um, but it says, though your surroundings rarely notice it, you tend to carry a lot of responsibility. All too often, it is only when you are missing that others notice the immense effort that you usually put in to make sure everything around you is running properly and that everyone is looked after and feels at ease. Which I'm like, yeah. yeah. Try to do this shit without me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you are not one to impulsively chase after new and uncertain prospects before having finished the endeavor at hand, and you tend to find a deep sense of satisfaction in working hard to achieve your goals and in selflessly supporting others. I'm just 
so I know we talked about it a little yeah. bit before when you first sent the results, but I just really can't believe perfectly that describes Virgo. Like even when we took an Enneagram test a while ago and you were type one and that also described Virgo so perfectly, it's like, damn, <laughs> you a Virgo through and through. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Virgo queen. For real though. Yeah. I don't have much to say because I'm like, yeah. It, it speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Okay, so for mine, like I said, after reading it, it makes sense at first just because actually I don't want to say I hate change like I used to because for me before that was like my greatest enemy was change. I don't feel that way anymore, but it's still like at first my knee-jerk reaction is like, oh no, change, that's bad, but it's not because I've realized in my opinion that INFJs and INFPs, which is what I used to be, are similar, but now I see INFJs as better and I'll explain why after after I read my description. So, description for mine is sensitive empathic and insightful you care deeply about people wanting to accommodate them on one hand and having strong visions that you desperately want to turn into reality on the other often preoccupied with mulling over your personal thoughts in your own head others are likely to describe you describe you as tolerant courteous and appreciative but also a bit remote and dreamy which i very much relate to that because i'm constantly in my head and i'm constantly mulling over something like there's no way that my brain is ever off which actually reminds me yep. and Nikki that time um, when it was like four in the morning or something. No, it was like three in the morning and we spent all day just doing shit, which you know what we did. <laughs> and um, and you were like, yep. damn, your brain really just never stops. And I'm like, yep, I, I can keep <laughs> yeah. going and going and going. I literally, yeah, because I was like, okay, I'm, like, getting ready to go to, like, I'm heading towards bed is what I always fucking say is, like, I'm, you know, in the next half hour, I want to be in slash, in bed slash brushing my teeth or something. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. You're like, oh, I could have kept going. I'm like, bitch, (laughs) we've been going for 12 hours I know. I I was, like, I was really tired, too, but for some reason, it's just always, like, let's keep analyzing shit because why not? Okay, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. Well, and I get that too, where it's like, we're already in. Right, right. Why are we going to stop? Okay, so the rest says, thoughtful and caring, you have a well-developed facility for putting yourself in another person's place and an instinctive understanding of how people work. Though you tend to spend considerable time fantasizing about how society could be improved, you typically refrain from arguing passionately in favor of solutions. Instead, you prefer to influence others by gently letting them know how their individual contributions would be invaluable in the greater scheme of things. I know that that last part means like greater philosophical thing stuff like that and just issues in society at large but that last part makes me think of how fucking frustrated I get when people don't know how to recycle that is you guys know how frustrated I get and I know I know that like individual (laughs) contributions are not the main problem in climate change and everything I know that it's corporations and that greenwashing has made us think that it's all on us and that's not the case but I do feel like that makes a change so I'm obsessed with making sure that people know to do things properly in their day-to-day lives but and that's one of them um but when I was thinking about the differences between that and INFJ I noticed that one of the main ones is that I and well no mine's INFJ now so the difference between that and INFPs is that INFP sees see life through rose-colored glasses, which like I most definitely do that too. But the way that they describe mine now is doers as well as dreamers, which I very much agree with because as I've come more into my Capricorn rising as I've grown up, I absolutely cannot stand when people... Oh, here I go. Lose my train of thought. Here's an example of what I was talking about. 
okay. I can't stand when people um, just idle through life. You guys know how much that pisses me off. I cannot stand it because, like, have some fucking oh agency. God, I and I know that it's because I've had so many bad experiences with people who just don't have their shit together. And it's okay if you don't have your shit, your shit together. But, like, I don't know. Do something to improve. I just can't. I can't not do that. And I feel like I'm proud to be an INFJ and not an INFP now. That's growth. Good. Like, I'm, I'm happy to hear that because sometimes it's like when you get like a different result than you used to, right. it's like, it could be kind of like sad. It's like, oh, I'm different now, but I'm glad that oh, you're Oh, and like, one last one. Yeah. It says, um, for I guess both INFJs and INFPs, because I read an article comparing them, it says both seem to be preoccupied with individual human nature and existential predicaments about the in- individual's place in the world. And like, that's literally what my mind is thinking all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, so I like that we can like get results and be like, wow, that's so me. But also sometimes I'm like, right. I really do not be unique at all. <laughs> Like, we really out here being predictable. No, seriously. Like, we really out here questioning if we have free will. <laughs> um, the other one we took was called the Dark Core. It's on the same website. Um, so there's, like, the Dark Triad, which we took at first, which was Machiavellianism, which is, like, ends justify the means. You guys had to explain that to me. Um, and then narcissism and psychopathy. And then this one uh one second let me get back to the list of what it is so we did that one but then this one dark core does egoism machiavellianism moral disengagement narcissism entitlement psychopathy sadism self-interest also spitefulness to define psychopathy because i feel like that could easily just be seen as like someone being a killer it like i guess like the easiest way to describe it is just not experiencing emotions i guess like the opposite of empathy is how i would see psychopathy Um, Cole my brother actually took it and he was like oh my god I'm kind of high on psychopathy but I was like it's more of like okay like me being super emotional I watching a sad movie like can make me cry Um, like I'll be sobbing at a thing and he'll be like yeah damn that was sad but he won't like cry like that's like obviously that's a very like simple thing but that's like kind of like the form of psychopathy this is describing like you said not like cold-blooded killer but just like (laughs) not as like quick to feel yeah emotions, no the questions didn't say how many people have you killed <laughs> yeah one question did say one question did say it was like i have fantasies about yeah people it did so it was like yeah so um i oh that's my old results i retook it and so i'm still i'm barely lighter than the average person i'm 0.89 percent so it like it gives you like percentage like what percentile of the population you are in for each thing. Um, so my highest, as I said earlier, is narcissism. I am 70%. So I am 70% more. I'm narcissistic. Okay. <laughs> Third time's the charm. I'm more narcissistic than 70% of the population, which I'm pretty sure is true. Um, but yeah, I guess, I mean, should I just share... I'll share my yeah. highest and my lowest. Yeah. So I was seventy percent narcissism, sixty-three percent self-interest, which I feel like kind of fits in. And also, we were kind of talking about this before the podcast, but like, if you're not working in your self-interest, obviously not all the time. That's not the best way to live your life. But 
who who's going to do it for you? Yeah. Like you are you're your own main character. You're the protagonist of your life. If you're not going to work in your self-interest when it comes to getting a promotion or something, like you're not going to get it. Yeah. So, I think that there you should operate with some self-interest. Right. There were, I mean there were, I know we talked about this, but there were some questions that were basically like I deserve success or whatever, but phrased even, I don't know, phrased nicer than that even. And yeah. it's like, you should want to, you should want to like, you should feel that way. Like, it's not like you deserve it above other people, may- maybe, I don't know. But yeah, it's like, you should want to manifest that and to yeah. want success for yourself and to deserve, like, there was one that was like, I deserve special treatment, which I can see how that could be negative. But at the same time, like, you sh- you do deserve to be treated special, specially because you are yeah. special. Well, and that's, and one question was like, um, fuck, now I can't remember it. Uh, oh, I deserve more than what I have in life right now. It's yeah. like, shouldn't everybody... Who, who like, would say no to that? Th- right. Like the Kardashians and like Oh, they Elon would definitely, Musk. they would put three thumbs up for Okay, that. true, true. They'd be like, of course I deserve more. I deserve all the money in the fucking world. Okay, very true. But yeah, it's like, I, it's not that I'm unhappy with my life right now, but I definitely wouldn't say no to having more like a bigger place to live and more money and be able to travel you know like it's like yeah I don't know um anyways my other one that I had 63% on is spitefulness which (laughs) is definitely really true the ones that I like would get that I gave thumbs up for which is like kind of I guess I mean I guess we're just being real um it was like I would be willing to take a punch if it meant that somebody I really didn't like took two punches. Hell yeah! Hell How many yeah. people do you really not like? Like, did you have someone in mind when you were Donald answering Trump. these questions? Donald Trump. Oh. So like, if somebody okay. was like, "I'll punch you in the face," if Donald, like, if I punch you in the face, I'll punch Donald Trump twice in the face. I'd be like, you can punch me twice in the face if you'll punch Donald Trump twice in the face. Like, it's that to me is like worth the trade off of like. I that I'm paying my dues so that he can get his like that's how I see that and then the one I'll I'll admit it um was like I would pay a small sum of money to see a classmate or a coworker fail or like not get a promotion I was just picturing those like classmates that are so smug and like know-it-alls and just raise their hand and and like want to correct everybody and just like little shitheads oh like that oh i would love to see them just fail a test and like be like see you're not perfect so yeah i'm a spiteful person i guess (laughs) after saying that but i only did one thumbs up for that one because it is like i would pay like five bucks i wouldn't pay that much for that but i definitely would like to see that Wait, what was your lowest? You didn't say. Oh, my lowest. My I guess my two lowest was Machiavellianism, um, was thirteen percent. So apparently, I'm really low on that. Um, which is the ends justify the means, just because like there's a lot of stuff I want, and like, but I can't be, I can't do things that are kind of harsh to get there. I just like feel too bad. I'm too empathetic. I think too much about like the implications and so that's another thing i lose my empathy when somebody doesn't deserve it in my opinion like if somebody's like a shithead know-it-all then i don't feel like they deserve my empathy um and then 20 percent in egoism which i guess i don't really know i'm gonna scroll down to egoism is excessive concern with one's own pleasure or advantage at the expense of community well-being so yeah again like 
it's like I'm narcissistic. I think I deserve a lot, but I don't think that I deserve necessarily more than other yeah. people. Like it's like I other people are fine and deserve a lot. I just also deserve a lot. Like <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, Chase, I'll share yours. Um, so mine says that I am twenty three point eight nine percent lighter than the average person. Um which I guess makes sense for me, even though we talked about it. And it's weird because I, I keep scoring so light on these, which I actually I do agree with that. But at the same time, I see life as like serious and dark. Actually, I don't see it as dark. I, th- I, I have an opt- optimistic view on life. It's just that I think it's serious. And I think that's that's why there is this contradiction between my perspective on life and like these results. But um, my mm. highest one was actually I'm surprised. This is the only one that was above the population average was entitlement. I got 57%, which actually really upsets me because I work really hard. Oh, actually, I I said that I want to talk about this on the podcast, so I'll mention it now. I work really hard not to be that way because ever since I was little, I was so afraid of being perceived negatively, negatively for being an only child. I've definitely had friends in the past that made me feel entitled for basically just wanting basic I'm just wanting basic respect which then in college I realized that I do deserve those things and before I thought that I was I don't know being needy or demanding for one people to just be nice to me and it was because people made me feel like I was entitled even though I truly never gave them a reason to think that um it was just their perspective and their which is just shitty um so I'm kind of surprised that I got that high on that but whatever wait what was your percent 37 percent 57 I was sexy let me just say too though I feel like you score an entitlement but because of like what you were saying earlier where it's like shouldn't everybody think that they're entitled to this true so it's not like you're like like you were saying and kind of like what i was saying we don't think like we deserve more than other people we just think we deserve what we deserve right like i feel like that's a reflection of self-love to an extent so whatever yeah so i wouldn't i wouldn't let it get to you too much because i don't see it as like i see it as like a self-worth thing okay thank you um, my second highest was, was um, which I got 37% on, which I would say I do think I don't like, well, no, I don't think about being narcissistic that often, but at the same time, sometimes I do feel that way just because I'm so obsessed with like my looks and stuff. And I do think I'm really pretty. So it's, <laughs> I do feel that way, but at the same time, As you should. yeah, exactly. It's like at the same time, like I should feel that way about myself and I, I never felt that way before I worked hard to get here. So it's like, why would I not deserve to feel that way? So I'm I'm not really mad about that. I think it's it's worse if you also score high on like egoism and shit. Then it's it's different. But there's a reason why it's a separate category. So yeah. that's what I got on those. And then my lowest ones were Machiavellianism and spitefulness were both three percent, which I super agree with. Those the Machiavellianism. I know why it's so low based on the same reasons you mentioned, Nikki. Because I just I don't think the ends justify the means. I feel like what matters is caring about people and that comes first not whatever the outcome you want to happen is um and with spitefulness I definitely agree with it being that low because I don't I think I'm I am a Scorpio moon and it makes me get like I take things to heart and I hold grudges but at the same time I'm so not a vengeful or spiteful person whatsoever which is partially why I get really defensive when if anyone it really comes up but if anyone even jokingly says that something I did was petty I get really upset because it's like I work so hard to do the opposite of being petty like where I make sure that nothing I say be perceived that way so if anyone even jokes about that I'm like the fuck because I spent time making sure that I didn't do that just some things typically whenever I seem petty which isn't really isn't that often is when someone else is something shitty which makes whatever reaction I have 
seem like I'm being petty if that makes sense and it's like no the other person was just shitty which like puts me in a position where no matter what I say if I respect myself is gonna sound petty somehow so I like because I I I've never felt like because someone's hurt me that I want to hurt them back or anything it just feels like I wish they didn't hurt me in the first place so I I agree with those results I so the yeah punch thing would you not take a punch for no on on the ones you mentioned I I put double thumbs down for both of those yeah it's just so crazy to me that to me is like a quick hell yeah like and I didn't realize that that was like not unique of me but I didn't realize that that was like a significant thing for me to be like yeah in my opinion like well in my life I just don't care right I I just don't care I wouldn't care enough to like to see to check if another person like failed at something to make myself feel better about it I don't know like I would just be like okay it's done it's over I don't have to think about it anymore I think for me it's like god I keep having a cough um it's not that I want it to make me feel better about myself like it's not like like that person failing I think it's like I want them to be like taken like taken down a notch like it's like but in a way don't you think that that's so- like satisfying is that what you, why you would want that to happen yeah but it's not like to like but I'm saying it's not making like me feel better about myself like it's not because like I'm insecure about my test results that I want them to fail it's because like I hate seeing people be shitty to other people and just like not have any consequences for it and so it's like that to me is a way to see them have consequences for their actions so you think of it as like a way to get justice sort of yeah like I see it as like yeah like okay like I want you to like fail a quiz so you see how it how it feels to get a bad exam and you'll stop like exam score and you'll stop rubbing your good scores on other people's faces and like acting Nikki, can you very briefly explain your like bullying martyrdom because i feel like it has to do with this <laughs> oh my god yeah and it definitely does because it's just like i th- so that is what it is is that it's like i'm spiteful in the sense that it's like don't act like you're better than other people like again i think that i'm great but i don't think i'm necessarily better than other people some people i'm better at better than but like that's not saying a lot because i'm better than i don't know serial killers whatever but um like so I don't know me and my brother were talking about this in high school when there were like people that would just disrupt class and try to be class clowns and like this one kid would like stand up in math class and try to goof goof around and like not listen to the math teacher I would be like oh my god sit down literally nobody cares (laughs) nobody's laughing you're being so annoying right now and like Everybody would laugh at me and then, <laughs> because I'm funny. And then the teacher would literally be like, thank you, Nikki. Um, and the kid would sit down and then he would knock it off. So like that to me is like, you, you just got to be put in your place. Like, and so that to me is the same energy as like some shithead kid that thinks he's better than everybody getting a bad grade. It's like, see, you're just like everybody else. Nikki, you're not it, spe- like Nikki's literally a vigilante bully. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just yeah no, really, it's, no. but i don't bully i don't bully people no, I know. who like actually i know i'm saying this for like the podcast i don't bully people who like actually like have hard lives and shit right like it's the ugh, little like entitled little snot-nosed bitches that like i'm just like oh my god you're not better than everybody else here like you just 
just behave like everybody else follow the rules like everybody else do your work be respectful listen to the teacher let your other classmates talk let everybody have the grades that they get without going around being like what did you get what did you get what did you get because if you failed how would you like if somebody asked you so then I would want them to fail so that I could be like what did you get so they know how it feels to you know have somebody ask that that's my spite I see that's my spite rant I know you guys don't think I'm a bad person but that's my justification for why I'm like yeah right like which which is why when I see vigilante bully and everything it's like it's it's for a good cause in the end (laughs) so it's like (laughs) it's for the greater good yeah (laughs) like pretty much probably a lot of other people are thinking it and you just say it it's right it's it's a much lighter version of Machiavellianism in the sense (laughs) that the ends do justify the means exactly (laughs) I'm standing up for the community (laughs) all right let me share my results oh yeah, yeah yeah okay so my two highest were the same number and they're both moral disengagement and entitlement. They're both at 60%. Oh, damn. I, I don't know what actually what moral disengagement is. Here, I have it. I have the thing up on my phone. I'll, let me look really fast. Moral disengagement is a generalized cognitive cognitive orientation that differentiates one's thinking towards unethical behavior. So I think those are the questions that are like, I don't follow laws if I don't think they make sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I I scored yes. <laughs> I scored yes on those because I'm like, I'm going to smoke weed if I fucking right. want to. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to steal something from a store like, Am- like not Amazon because they don't have like big corporation stores, but like stealing from Walmart, who right. gives a fuck? Do it. Yeah. Screw capitalism. I definitely put like triple thumbs up on that one. Yeah. Where it was like uh, stealing from a store is not that big of a deal. I think I just put one thumbs up on that one. Same with, like, the entitlement ones are the same same sentiments I have as you guys where, like, I mean, I definitely deserve to have a good life and I deserve nice things just as much as everyone else does. I don't think that I deserve things more than other people. I think everybody should have the same thing and we should all be striving right. to get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, my lowest one was at 7% and it was for sadism. Hmm. Which which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to hurt people. I try to save like every bug that comes to my house except for the gross <laughs> kinds. Those sadism. But even <laughs> I feel like my sadism I mean my sadism was my third lowest, but probably got higher because of that punch in the face one that I said yes to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the other ones they're they were pretty average. I don't know. I did score kind of high on egoism. It was fifty percent. I also am interested yeah. in seeing how they distinguish that from narcissism. I can kind of see how it would be different. Um, oh, they're so commonly linked that I I don't really know how they segregated the questions for each one. Okay, wait. It says egoism is excessive concern with one's own pleasure or advantage, and then narcissism is an all-consuming drive towards ego reinforcement and an egotistical interest in and admiration of Okay, I see the difference. Okay, so it's kind of like egoism is more like getting like nice things and promotions and whatever, like stuff like that, despite whatever, what happens to everybody else, and then narcissism is just like, yeah, I'm I'm amazing. Which I think is, like, kind of, like, how we all see it, is that, like, because it's not, like we're saying, it's not because we don't think other people deserve it, which would be more, like, egoism. You don't care how it affects other people. We're just, like, right. yeah, we're awesome. Right. If we didn't think we were awesome, we wouldn't have a podcast. Right. So. I mean, yeah, like, we have cool shit to talk about, and we have interesting takes, yeah. so, yeah, exactly. 
Oh, wait, I didn't say mine. My percentage oh, thing yeah. is 10, 10.89% lighter nice, than the nice. average person. Nice. I feel nice. like people are going to think I'm a terrible person. Oh, my God. No, Nikki, I don't think that's the case. Ho- hopefully yeah, people so. relate to what I'm saying. I think they will. I feel like people relate to that and just don't. I feel like a lot more people relate to that than we think. And then they just don't want to admit it because they don't have the balls. <laughs> True. Right. True. That is something I just kind of like. I don't know. As I've gotten older, I just like stop giving them a fuck. Okay. Well, we took one more BuzzFeed quiz that was like stupid. It was like, wow, I can't even remember what the questions were. Was it? Yeah. That's, so that's something that I picked up from Katie. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Because it's funny. It so I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to say that. Um. What, what were the, was it? Pick oh, your it's food just, options? What was it, it was, um, it was, it, it's called, so the full title of this quiz is, this is weird, but everyone is a type of smart based on their fast food choices. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was all questions like, choose which fast food, like, choose what type of fries are the best, choose the type of nuggets are the Burger best, King, type of ice cream. Burger King fries are the best, by the way. McDonald's but, uh, fries no. are the best. Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's fries. McDonald's fries are second. I just like how, like, crispy Burger King fries can be. Anyways, I got music smart, which I would agree with. I feel like I know. I feel like I have a good ear for music. Um, what did you guys get? Um, I got a word smart. I thought you said you got the same as me. I no, got someone smart. else got word smart. Oh, uh, yeah. So you guys got words. The description for word smart is you're great with words. You are a good writer, loving and have a natural gift when it comes to conversation. You're what someone would call a talker. Hey guys, so something not that chill happened while we were recording this episode and like 10 minutes of our audio at the end of this episode got cut out. So here I am just to tell you guys that and to apologize for that happening. Um, We weren't really talking about anything particularly important, just more about our favorite fast types, our favorite fast food types so i'm sure you can imagine what we were talking about and if you really care that much maybe we'll bring it up again on a future episode but i just wanted to tell you guys that we are now on spotify and apple podcasts new episodes are coming out every tuesday still trying to nail down an exact time but aside from that You can catch us every week on one of those platforms, and we'll see you next week. Bye!